want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. We are shifting to the West Coast, downtown LA, bringing in Charles Seltzer. We're going to talk about cross court. We're going to talk about basketball, social club, and we are going to hit some layups and we're going to win some games and we're going to create a better and tighter community from potentially San Diego up to LA and, and uh, future sites unknown. So Charles, welcome to your first Halo Talks. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So give us the background on uh, why you decided to dedicate yourself to uh, to basketball, albeit not in a professional mode, but in a Halo community building mode. Yeah. So my co-founder and I grew up playing team sports, played hockey, basketball, soccer. He was football, lacrosse, uh, a little bit of soccer. We were those kids who were playing, you know, three sports on Saturday, three sports on Sunday from childhood all the way up through high school. Um, neither of us played competitively in college, um, but we played intramural. And then after graduating from college, we found it really difficult to continue playing team sports. Uh, we both were in different leagues and we missed a lot of games and um, you know, didn't love some of the teams that we were on. So we just stopped playing sports entirely as young working professionals, which was really frustrating. Um, and we realized how much we missed playing team sports, which was the impetus for starting cross court. The basic solve that we we're trying to do is how do you make team sports as seamless as a soul cycle, a yoga class, a Pilates, where if I sign up at six o'clock on a Tuesday night, I know I'm out of there by seven. It's a good experience. There's a vibe to it. Whereas with team sports, whether it's soccer, basketball, you know, you, you either have to join a league. So it's best if you know five other people, six other people to you know, be on the same team so you know the the people you're with. Um, or you have to show up to a park and you really never know what you're going to get at a park. There's five people there, 50 people there, the different skill levels. There's definitely an intimidation factor depending on how good you are um, at and basketball. And court it is. Exactly, exactly. You know, there's the, every court has its regulars, the same faith as who you see. Sure. Um, so it, it was a very difficult market to say the least. Um, on top of that, like, what makes sports so powerful as a kid? So few people go professional. Really, while you're playing, if you kind of reflect back on it, at least my co-founder and I kind of realized this. Um, and starting cross court, it, your best friends were from team sports. Some of my best friends are the people I played sports with growing up. Um, the discipline sure. that you learn from playing team sports, like between school, working out, you know, trying to get better at team sports, some of the best life lessons are learned through that. And then obviously, physically, it keeps you in good shape. Um, that's the last kind of pillar. So those kinds of things were missing from our lives as young adults, um, which is why we started cross court. Um, what is cross court? Actually, we have a location in downtown Los Angeles. You sign up for a one hour pickup inspired session. 
So let's say it's five o'clock and you want to play a game of pickup at seven o'clock. You would sign up for our 7 p.m. session. You walk in and it's kind of like a boutique fitness experience. We have someone at the front desk. There's the music, the high-end finishes. Um, There's 15 players in a session max. Games to 11 by twos and threes or five minutes, whichever comes first. So you're never waiting more than five minutes for a game. You're the, the, it's a built-in cardio experience. Uh, there's also two refs. So there's no yelling, you know, uh, that's a foul. This isn't a foul. None of that kind of happens. It's very seamless. All the frustrations that you have with pickup basketball are kind of taken out of it. On top of that, so the, the organized pickup session is our bread and butter. We are a basketball-inspired social club. So we're open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. for what we call office hours, where you can come in, get some work done, connect with other people, use the shooting machine, work out, et cetera. Um, and we also have you know, a, a community of like-minded individuals. Uh, since it's membership-based, you have people who you know, love playing basketball and are, play, are paying somewhat of a premium membership to be part of this experience. Um, so we do a lot of different community activities together. So like we went to go see a movie that one of our team members was in last week, um, go to a Dodgers game next week. We have a three on three tournament this week. And the whole idea is how do you reignite people's desire for progress through the power of team sport, just like teams with the same role that team sport had in people's lives as a kid. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you got a copy of our book yet, but uh, we've got a that's book. That's how we connected. That's how we connected. Oh, that's with, right. Dude, I saw the Friday. book and I said, that is literally what we're doing. Awesome. Yeah. I used to play roller hockey when I was uh, first and second year out of uh, out of college when I worked in, in banking. And I would go uh, to Chelsea Piers and we had a team of guys that were, you know, between 22 and probably 45. And I look forward to that every week and I didn't yep. miss it ever because it was important to me. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, are kind of operating on an island on their own. And, uh, you know, team sports kind of allows you to uh, feel like you've got support, you know, not just, uh, you know, one from a business standpoint, I think, you, you know, it, it helps you get through um, some of the tougher times. So I love what you guys are doing. You know, as you kind of looked at the model, obviously there's um, uh, Basketball City, uh, in New York that I believe has been pretty successful. Did you guys do a lot of research on this beforehand? Did you say, Hey, I want to replicate this that's in this city. Um, and then how'd you think about square footage and, uh, and programming? So we, before we ever opened our own physical space, we were renting out gyms throughout Los Angeles for about two years, trying to figure out what that pickup inspired session was with the idea, like our, we knew we wanted to open our own location. We, the vision was always something like um, that Equinox kind of high-end experience mixed with like a sew house for the community aspect. And so there wasn't anything out there that existed for what we wanted to build, but there were a lot of different pieces of things that existed. Like for example, Basketball City, like you mentioned. So we had, we kept testing for two years. Is it that, that kind of one hour experience? Is it 12 players with games to 15 by twos and threes in six minutes? Is it 15 players? Is it 20 players? That took a really long time. And in taking those two years to develop the product, we also learned a ton about the business model and just studied other business models and, and kind of picked different pieces from these different business models that we and products really that we love. I mean, we're, we're building this from, from things that we're 
personally passionate about. You know, we weren't just picking, you know, random business models that were really good and, and, but things that we couldn't execute upon. We really gravitated towards, um, I mentioned So House again, but that's, you know, it's an amazing business. They've created, you know, an, an incredible community of like minded individuals, which is something that we really, that's at the end of the day what we're doing. We're, we're taking something that's very powerful to people, basketball, and trying to build a community around it. Got it. You know, when you take a look at uh, the proliferation of uh, pickleball, yes. um, you know, yes. that's taken over some of the basketball courts, some of the tennis courts. Do you have aspirations since you guys did, you were a three, uh, three-letter varsity athlete, is that what we used to call it? Three letters? So um, I was single you, letter. I was just single letter. Uh, Can't lie. Did you guys, have you thought about, you know, saying, hey, look, I, I figured out the model. Um, yep. I want to expand the, the reach, uh, or are you guys all in on basketball? All in on basketball today. The reason being pickleball is amazing. I personally love playing the, the difference between pickleball and basketball is the culture around the two different sports. Basketball is a very, it, it's not just a sport. It's a community. It's a culture. You know, people who like basketball are generally into the same kinds of music fashion, the NBA, you can have a lot of uh, organic conversations that stem from the concept and the idea and the culture of basketball. Pickleball is a little bit different it, because you and I both play pickleball doesn't necessarily mean that we like the same music or the same taste in fashion or watch the same sports. Um, so heads down in basketball because there's a lot of, it's a lot of power in, in basketball that extends far beyond the court. So to talk a little bit about what's going on inside of the club. You got a, you know, their, their TVs going or people coming and congregating, watching games. Is there kids programming? You know, give us a little flavor for what's going on. Um, so it's, it's all adults, 18 plus, which is a conscious decision we made. Um, you could have more people in there if you were under 18 and you could run it out and do a lot of different things. But again, at the end of the day, it comes back to wanting to build this community of like-minded individuals. Uh, which is a lot easier to do when you know it's all adults. Um, so we have a we have you know you walk in there's a front desk you're checked in welcome to cross court we have a locker area and then we have a like we call it an activation area. Within that activation area, there's a like a lounge where you can hang out, watch the Lakers game, the Bucks Heat, you know whatever's on whatever sports are on TV, which is an amazing kind of. Uh, organic way for people to come together and start conversation. You know, when you have basketball or sports on in the background and two people are watching and someone's like, hey, you see that play? And all of a sudden a conversation kind of sparks from that kind of talk that you might get at a bar or something like that. Um, we also have a work area, like a work desk. Um, we have a weight, uh, a weight station too, like where you can, you know, work out. It's not fully loaded. It's kind of like the the... POV of setting up that weight area is like an athlete's workout. Like you'll lift and then, you know, play or shoot around, et cetera. You're not necessarily today coming to cross court to get rid of your 24 hour membership, LA fitness or Equinox membership. Um, and then we have our basketball court, obviously, um, that's been custom branded and is used for, so the, the organized pickup session, which is the bread and butter we also have adult skills classes. So like get better at basketball, which is incredible because you it's hard to get better when you're only playing pickup. But we have skills coaches um, who are incredible and create these these classes. 
on all the different things you need to be better at uh, to get better at basketball. So like we have footwork and finishing, cardio, shooting, all these different things. So if you're, if you have great footwork and cardio, maybe you want to do the shooting class because you want to work on your shooting. We also have office hours, like I mentioned, which is incredibly popular. People just pop in, put up some shots, take some meetings, do work, have a coffee and, and then go. And then we do a lot of activation. So like I mentioned, the three on three tournament that we have this weekend, um, we'll do five on five stuff. Um, are people, like five on five are people tournaments. finding their own partners or are you guys uh, matching up uh, members? So three on three tournament, you can sign up as a free agent or bring a team. But for the sessions, for the individual, um, like the organized pickup sessions, you can sign up as an individual or come with friends, which is the whole beauty of it. It's hard to go to a park alone and play. It's intimidating a lot of times. Um, sure. With, with Crossbreed, you know you're going to get a full game in if you sign up alone. And what are you doing from a standpoint of, uh, you know, the weekend warrior or, you know, adult who, you know, wants to have their stats, you know, maybe they want to, um, you know, get a little bit of, uh, you know, promotion or self-promotion, if you will. Is there, yep. you know, member boards, is there leaderboards, you know, how, how are you guys handling that? That's a great question. Um, because it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope when you start tracking. We used to track stats like points assists and it, it encourages the wrong kind of you know you don't want to you don't want to be playing with people who are trying to put up 40 points in an organized pickup game um right right so what we do are fun things like money monday if you win three games in a row you'll get five dollars of what we call cc cash added to your account and cc cash can be used for like gatorades protein shakes things that we sell in club you can put it towards your membership as well we have win wednesdays where there's no win streak limit so like in the normal um you know every other session you can win three games in a row and then you're off so which prevents you know dominant teams from staying on all session um gotcha. we're also looking into different gamification elements like tracking wins across you know a month we're looking into starting a league as well where you can have stats points assists, and stuff like that but the point of the session is has very little to do with with um how many points you're putting up how many assists rebounds Etc. It's it's all about what you're putting into the experience from a from a teammate perspective. Are you the person that gets up and down the court? If your game is off, are you setting screens for people and setting picks? Are you keeping your teammates uplifted, or are you the person who's putting up shots? You're missing them. You're yelling at your teammates. Not getting back on defense. That's that's kind of the the stuff that we talk about. And the men using team sport as a catalyst for uh, you know mental and spiritual growth, really. Awesome. So we, we were working on an Orange Theory deal and there was a member study done that uh, 45% of the Orange Theory members in this territory also had a health club membership at a, yeah. either a Planet Fitness or, or, or uh, mid, mid uh, market um, uh, health club. Are you seeing, you know, people are, are kind of using this as like, hey, here's my team sport membership yep. and I'm also doing something else? Yes. Yes. Very much so. And we're not trying to take away your gym membership, at least today. We're not, we're not trying to do that. We're a separate kind of entity. We didn't build it out to have this big, you know, weight space, which is what obviously why people go to the gym. Gotcha. And then, you know, how's the pricing model set up? You know, what are some of the things that you guys have figured out over time that's, you know, maybe the special sauce that you'd be willing to share with other entrepreneurs here? 
Yeah. The not under NDA. So just pick a couple. Yeah. 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 Of course. Um, so we we do different packages. We have the rookie, the vet, the MVP. Uh, the rookie, you have four session credits per month. Uh, the vet, you have eight session credits per month. And the MVP, you have unlimited session credits per month. Um, you also have, with the rookie, two non-session credits, the vet, four. Uh, and then with the MVP, six non-session credits that you can use. So non-session credits you can use for like coming to the 3v3 tournament, skill sessions, different community activations that we have. Um, our entire goal is to add value to each of these memberships. So like you have a lot of members who have not used a single session credit uh, in a month or two, but use office hours, which doesn't cost a credit. And they, in office hours, they're coming, they use the shooting machine. They'll put on the Normatech boots afterward. Then they'll play some PlayStation. And they brought like a guest or they met up with another member, they played one-on-one. Like there's a, we're, we're just continually trying to add, the name of the game for us is add as much value as we possibly can for the member. Um, it's very different from a boutique fitness experience or a, I don't know how big box gyms think, but like our whole goal is to try and have people there, not just for the one hour that they're doing a session or skills or the 30 minutes that they might use the shooting machine in the middle of the day. Um, we want to have people there for a few hours at a time. That's what our pricing model is built around. So maybe you come 30 minutes before your session, you stretch, you warm up, you watch some of the Lakers game, you know, you hang out with people, then you play in your session for an hour. Then you use the Normatech boots for 30 minutes afterward. Then you watch the rest of the Lakers game. You have a protein shake. Um, you play some PlayStation, have some conversations, and then you're out. And at the end of the day, that's like a three-hour experience that you just had that's also building... Com- it comes back to community at the end of the day. We don't think of what's this the as age like a one-hour fitness. Uh, what's the age range on the memberships? Twenty Typical is 21 to 45. We have a couple outliers on either side, though, but very, you know, 21 to 45-year-old young professionals looking to, you know, use basketball and team sport as a catalyst for growth in their life, whether it's socially, mentally, or physically. Nice. And how much square footage you got uh, in the first location? 8,800 square feet. The court takes up about 4,500 of that. The rest is lockers, bathrooms, and that activation kind of lifestyle area that's designed to get people to come together before and after their session. And are you seeing retention rates much higher than, you know, an average health club? You know, an average health club loses probably three to four to five percent of their members per month. So they're always trying to recycle and get, you know, right. let's say 50% of the members, you know, to refill uh, right. the membership base. Is it because of the affinity towards a sport that might change that dynamic? The number one thing we've seen as it pertains to retention is, is distance from the club. We have a ton of people who come in and play in their first session, sign up for a membership, um, who live 15 plus miles from cross court. Um, and if you think about leagues and you think about team sports in general, it's not like SoulCycle or any of these 24-hour fitness or Equinox where they're on Main Street of every city, you know, and it's walking distance or five-minute drive. So people are used to driving for team sports, but after you do right. it for a long time, like two months, three months, you're like, I love that. It's just hard to make that drive. So that's the number one con- contributing factor that we have as it pertains to retention. And so our number one thing right now is like, 
how do we get people who live within five miles of cross court to be members? Because not only will they use their session credits and, and plan sessions, they're going to be at office hours all day. They're going to use it to take calls, meetings. They're going to use the shooting machine. They're going to be more engaged members. That's great. So you said you got five LOIs that you're considering right now. So tell us about the the cap raise that you're embarking on and uh, use this as a little uh, mini infomercial. Right. Um, so we're, we're at about 60% capacity, member capacity right now. Um, so we're looking to open a second location in Southern California. We have a couple different LOIs out um, between San Diego to LA. So Hawthorne, Mid-City. El Segundo, San Diego. Um, and the, I mean, the ultimate vision with this is to, to open, you know, a few hundred of these across the world, because when you think about team sport and the power that it has and, and the social club layer that we've added, every city needs, needs, uh, a hub like this where like-minded adults can come and sweat and then connect with each other and sweat in a way that is common to everybody. Um, and has a culture baked into it. So this is as needed in Los Angeles as it is in Jacksonville. Um, the plan is to open the first couple in Southern California, um, and then you know ultimately California and expand from there. Uh, but for this next club, we are raising a million and a half to build out the next one, master it, and then move on. Great. Well, I'll be back in uh, Manhattan Beach. I'll hit you up uh, later this month, and uh, I love that. come visit. And uh, if you want to get us a set of materials or a teaser, uh, we'll get it out to the network. And uh, I guess this will be the top golf of uh, of the of the hoops uh, community, right? Ecosystem, awesome, right? All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm glad uh, we connected, and uh, I will uh, I'll, I'll check out Cross Court. And anybody listening here wants to get their game back on. There's now a destination for that. So thank you, Charles. Thank you, Pete. Awesome.